0: So, out of that, uh, we're going to let Pastor Rob, he's going to give us out of the book of Ephesians, uh, chapter 2, I believe it's verses 8 and 9. So, I want to carry, get your Bibles out, get ready, um, get your hearts and minds open to receive and allow God to pour into your life tonight. Amen?
1: Amen. Well, as Dr. Williams was saying, we're going to talk about the favor of God and God has spoken to his heart and said, that is our theme for the year. Um, last year, we, our theme was the reset. And in that reset, it's a, a reset in a new relationship, a new beginning, uh, going back to the beginning in our relationship and knowing who God is. And with this year being walking in the favor of God, now that we know who he is, now we have to move according to his will and what he initially started out from the beginning. So as we as we get ready to read this here chapter in Ephesians 2.8.9, it says here, For by the grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves... It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. And as I read this scripture and as we were talking about last year being a reset and as even as Dr. Williams was talking about what we're dealing with right now with so much stuff going on with COVID, these different variants, we don't know what to do from one day to the next here, it is two years later from the beginning of when this variant started that we're still dealing with it and man don't have the answer. And so right now, it's a time for us to put our trust in God and so it's not gonna be based off of the works of man. It's gonna be based off of our trust in God and, and what he's calling us to do so we can have a sense of peace during these times of tribulations. Amen? Amen. Because it's it could be so easy for us to get caught up and we see it right now with so much uncertainty. People saying, Oh, don't get the don't get the shot, don't get the vaccine, and other people saying we need to get it. And, and it's it's important for us to, to trust God in what he's calling you to do. As Pastor Ray says all the time, he ain't pro-vax or, or, or non-vax. He's trusting God, and that's the same thing you need to do. You trust God and what God is saying to you for you and your family. But here today, we're talking about walking in the favor, and I believe right now, We as a people, we are walking in the favor of God. And it's not based off of ourselves. It's based off of our
0: relationship
1: in God.
0: Amen? Amen. Amen. And and out of that, it talked about the grace. Grace is God's unmerited favor uh, that he has given us. And again, that's where it takes me to the book of Isaiah, chapter 61. And here again, this is talking about Jesus. And again, we're trusting in the favor of God. We're trusting in the favor of the word. And Jesus is the word, and the word is Jesus. They're interchangeable. So listen to this in in, uh, Isaiah 61. That the spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, and to proclaim liberty to the captives. So in other words, the captivity, we can be free. And to open the prisons to them that are bound. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, things have been trying to bind our people. We have more turmoil and trouble that has come up uh, since the uh, exposure to COVID and other things. But again, here, this favor that I'm talking about walking in this year. Proclaim the liberty of the captivity, okay? And to open the prisons to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And that the day of vengeance of our God and to comfort all that mourn. We lost a lot of people. There's been a lot of heartache. There's been a lot of uh, pain. Um, To appoint to them that that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning. Then the garment of praise to the spirit of heaviness. Everything... Was interchange with something godly, something heavenly. So we're making an exchange and here's the favor of God. I'm moving away from the heartache and the headache and I'm exchanging that for the peace and the joy of God. I'm making an exchange in my life. Listen to me brothers that uh, the heartache and the pain, all of those things, I'm giving them to God and in return he's giving me back for my ashes, he's giving me beauty. Uh, for my sorrow my mourning, he's given me praise. Amen. I'm going to praise God with a song on my heart. And, and we, you know, we were in chapel earlier today. We are celebrating Martin Luther King Day at our school today. And uh, I was able to share uh, with the students the there today about strengthening their love, which Martin was all about. Amen. And the fact that we could have a school. And... Um, Today, that's multicultural. Uh, the fact that we could be sitting on the stage here today, black and white together, uh, with no segregation and no separation. These are the visions, but that was strengthened by the love of God through the vision that God had given him. And we got to stop losing sight, gain hold of the vision that God's got. He said, God, that this is the year of favor, and God has anointed us to preach good tidings. And his word came to heal and to set free the captives and the brokenhearted. So all of those things that we were plagued with, we need to get ready to walk out of and walk on. Amen?
2: Amen. You know, that that draws me to uh, also uh, Isaiah is my favorite book in the Bible, but it it changes to uh, chapter uh, 40, uh, verses 1 through Mm 5. It says, Our God has said, Encourage my people. Give them comfort. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and announce your slavery is past. Your punishment is over. I, the Lord, made you pay double for your sins. Someone is shouting, clear a path in the desert. Make a straight road for the Lord our God. Amen. 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 So, so,
0: go ahead. So I want to just piggybacking off of that. Back again at Isaiah 61, and he said, verse 4, And they shall build the old waste places, and they shall rise up the former desolation, and they shall repair the waste cities. In other words, that which has been destroyed, that which looked like it was ruined and waste, God's now bringing in a repair. Um, We have had more storms, more tragedy, more things happen uh, than we have ever seen before. But there's a reset for restoration amen, <laughs> for restoring to the things of God. This is an opportunity that the word of God, I'm telling, I can't, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm convicted on my heart more than ever to preach good tidings and the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, to tell you God has already provided a way of escape. Everything is put in place. You just got to trust him, believe him, and walk in it. That's the favor that I'm talking about. So if you've asked God for deliverance and you're willing to believe God and trust God through it and with it, then you need to be acting by faith. When is faith? Faith is always the place where the present meets, uh, or let me say, the, the past and the present meet. That's called now. Amen. And so, our now will always have an effect on your next. And so, too many of us want next to happen, Mm -hmm. but we don't deal with now. That's it. You know
1: what, Pastor? And, And shout out to my brother. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday, UK. And also, we want to give a bigger shout out to our pastor, whose birthday was Saturday. Happy birthday, Pastor. We love you. We appreciate you. And... Just want to touch on something you said, and as far as faith and us dealing with situations that we're in right now, and as I was speaking to my brother in celebration of his birthday, sometimes too often we forget about the faith that God has already shown us. (laughs) You know, it's so easy. Faith and favor, because as I told him, I said, here, I'm 50, he 48, and I know for myself, I couldn't speak for him, but I know for myself, when I was younger, I didn't see myself at 50. My my, my thought pattern, my vision for my future wasn't even there, and that's unfortunate. And this is what's happening to so many of our kids. They're not seeing themselves in that in that." future sense, you know, and that's why if, pastor say, faith starts when? Now, so what you believing for in the future, it starts now, but the thing is, you have to believe you have a future and so many of us don't believe so many of them out there, and I was one of them because I didn't believe I had a future. As I say, I didn't think, I I didn't see myself at the age of 50. And here in um, 2 Timothy 2.1, it says, the Apostle Paul is speaking to his student, Timothy. He said, you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. and, and, here, when he's, he's talking about that, he's reminding him that it's not in him, but it's in Christ who's died for him. And I can relate to that because I can remember when I was going through some of the things that I was going through, I knew who to pray to, just like many of you. And when we get in trouble, when we get in those tough times, we begin to pray. But we forget to pray even through the good times, and, and 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 God is calling us. If we're gonna be walking in His favor, we gotta be seeking His face at all times.
2: Amen. And, and you know that just to piggyback off of that. I mean, how many storms in life was Paul? Did Paul go through? He went through a shipwreck, uh, and, and and every time he looked at the favor of the Lord to get him through his uh, his difficulties. Perfect example was yesterday in the news we seen a helicopter crashing. In Drexel Hill, how was this guy able to uh, navigate so he didn't do any kind of hurt anybody else, landed it, and where did it land? Right in front of a church. That is the glory of
0: God. That seemed like a safe place. But listen, (laughs) uh, getting there, you know, walking in the favor of God and the grace of God isn't contingent upon how many times you showed up to church. Or, you know, that you had everything was just perfect. But it does contingent upon what he's spoken and said, you know, over our lives and in our lives. And are we doing it? Because God has called us to say the kingdom of God is nigh thee. So if we're to come, if it's nigh, what are we supposed to be doing in the kingdom? And that's one of the things we talk about being equipped and empowered to operate in the kingdom uh, with a kingdom mind and being kingdom centric. Centric is that we would do the things that God has called us to do uh, within the kingdom that will have an effect on other people's lives. And again, I'm back, you know, celebrating Martin Luther King, who was one of my heroes growing up. Here's a man who understood the love of God to the point that he loved God and he loved the fact that God had shared with him a vision that he himself would not get to participate in, Mm. but he stood on the grounds and the Word of God, knowing that He had come to Washington, D.C. and spoke a word where thousands of people were moved and excited to hear. And one of the things that in 1968, when this speech was given, uh, He did not, that was not televised. We watch it all the time now, yep. right? Yep. Everybody, see, it's all. But it, it, all those people that were there, one of the things that no news station mm. carried and televised it live. Wow. Yet wow. today we get to watch it, but on top of that, he knew the love, mm-hmm. and let me share, love conquers a multitude of sin. Absolutely. and he was strengthened because what happened is he knew that Ten Commandments were changed and exchanged in the New Testament for two commandments. And those two commandments was one, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, and soul. And then the second one was love one another. And so our world is out of whack when it comes to understanding love. And so I want to share with you the favor of God. And and somebody says, well, Martin, is that favor? You know what? I believe because of his place with God is strong. He knew. All those people listening and excited that he would leave D.C. to head back to the south and to Atlanta. And there his life was taken. Because of the love that strengthened him. And he stood on the word of God to prepare something so that you and I could participate in it today. That's faith. And you, you laid know, the groundwork.
1: You know, it... it you you say that I wasn't there I wasn't born at that time I didn't know that wasn't shown on television oh, well I had no idea that it wasn't shown well, on television and 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 that's by design I checked, would believe Yep check the be, records I I I don't question it pastor you know but that's by design because the impact that it had then for those who were there Imagine the impact it would have had had it been televised worldwide, wow. and and and, wow. and this is this is why it's so important for us to not be ashamed to share the gospel. Because I think about that speech. And even prior to that speech, he spoke about his own death, and he wasn't worried about his death because he said he's been to the promised land, and 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 his goal was to see us be where we're at.
2: Amen. You yes. know,
1: which yes. is
0: why we're here tonight. Yep, we're on and we're broadcasting tonight because we want you to hear the gospel, the good news. We want you to be free. Listen, did you hear when I started that? To set the captives free, um, to anoint, to preach good tidings to the meek, and to to set uh, and bind up the brokenhearted, and to proclaim liberty to the captive, and then to the prison, open the prisons to them that are bound. Anything that has bound you, anything that has kept you back, anything that has held you, I want you to know. To this year. That you are going to walk in, and you can. You got to step out by faith now to believe God through His Word and allow that the favor of God to come upon you by your obedience to the Word. That's what we're trying to share with you tonight, and to, to 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 declare. This isn't something I dreamed about. This is something I know that is true. If we do it, this is this is this is a principle. That is based upon the word of God. It can't be stopped. And I like to tell, give you something. And I want an illustration. And show you something about the power of faith. And the power of obedience. I always share. So the woman with the issue of blood. Hmm. The Bible says that she had an issue of blood. For 12 long years. Yes. Yes. Anybody ever think about why the significance of 12? Well. Thank you for asking. Twelve tribes. So 12 is really stands for foundation. Yes. And because it is the foundation of something, it's a, something that is you could stand on, you could base something on. He's now, so it's 12. Uh, and at the same time, there was also right before that, there's an issue that was going on with J.R.S. and his daughter was 12 years old. Uh, y'all think that's a coincidence? I'll tell you it's not. Hmm. It was on purpose. But more than that, now by faith, by faith, this woman, who the Bible says took all that she had for 12 long years and spent it trying to get healed, which tells me again, she must have been wealthy. I believe that she was wealthy, and a wealthy family gave her the money, but they would not connect with her. They had no relationship because uh, she couldn't be out in society, and they didn't want to be next to her. Amen. So, uh, I believe her own family discarded her. I, I, I Uh, I I know y'all ain't never heard it this way, but listen to me. I'm talking about favor. Favor is linked to your faith. So the favor of God, she she said, according to scriptures, the Bible says that she heard. Faith cometh how? By hearing hearing, and hearing what? By the word of God. So the Bible says she heard that Jesus was in town. How many know that Jesus and the word are interchangeable? So if Jesus and the Word are in a general, she heard that the Word was in town.
2: That's right. Amen.
0: And when she heard that the Word was in town, her faith got activated.
2: Absolutely.
0: By activating her faith, she didn't just sit home and said, "Well, I hope Jesus heals me." That's not what she did. I don't know about you, but if I were to see a crowd of people, I'd go the other way, because I don't like to be bothered with crowds, right? Mm-hmm. But instead, she got in the crowd and somehow managed to get next to Jesus. And she sees him afar off. And she's getting closer. And she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, the lowest place on him. Y'all not hearing me. (laughs) The lowest place on him. If I could just touch it, I'll be healed. She said that. Not God. She said it. She touches his hem, his garment. He turns around and says, Who touched me? I love this part. Yep. There were thousands of people there. His disciples look at him and say, Master, what are you talking about? Who touched you? There's there's people all over the place bumping into you. There's a difference. When people bump into you and somebody touch you by faith, he's the next statement out of his mouth. He turns around. He looks exactly. He looks right at her, and he says, "Woman, thou faith has made you whole. Listen to me, what I'm saying here. Look at the favor of God. How was it activated by faith? Faith is the most important piece here. Because why? I want to tell you something." Jesus himself couldn't stop it. He says, I perceive virtue has flown out of me. In other words, some anointing and some power has left me and I didn't release it. Exactly. But I couldn't stop it.
2: Exactly.
0: Y'all not hearing me. Faith has to, this is the part of a principle. It When you believe what God said that he said and he would do, It will come to pass in your life. That's why it's full of substance and evidence. Those things are crucial to getting the conviction of what it is you need. You need the substance and you need the evidence. And guess what happens after that? It comes to pass. That's the favor of God I'm talking to you about this year. God is looking for our obedience to step out by faith. Believe him. Get to the most extreme unordinary, unorthodox, crowded place with no expectation, with everybody else just bumping around, but you go by faith. Pastor,
1: you know, and I'm reading this here, and it takes me to Psalms 18, and it speaks about David. He's praising God, and here in, in verse, for the first 19 chapters, he's talking about God's deliverance of him. Yes. And here, the first part, he says, I love you, Lord, my strength. So you see, first off, he gives God the account. he It's not him. It's God. He says, the Lord is my rock, my fortress. Yes. And my deliverer. And my God is my rock in whom I take refuge my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. It says, I call to you, Lord, who is worthy to be praised. I have been saved from my enemies.
0: How many of you have been saved? I know I've been saved. I'm I'm reminded to to just say to somebody, what have you taken refuge in? Mm. I I just heard that in my spirit, and you know who you are. I'm talking Mm. to you right now. What have you put your, you know, your refuge in, in, in and it's clear that it wasn't God? And he's saying, listen, grab it back and come to me. And come to me. Tonight, come to me. Tonight, go to God. Tonight, give it to God. Take refuge in God because you've not gotten any peace. Oh, you know exactly who I'm talking to. You're listening to me right now. You haven't gotten any peace and nothing has changed. But God's calling you tonight to say, come and take refuge in him. And under him and in him will he release his favor, his grace, his unmerited favor upon you. To be able to experience the beauty for your ashes, the beauty of oil. So here he continues on. And just as Pastor
1: was just saying, who are we taking refuge in? He says... The cords of death have entangled me; the torments of destructions overwhelm me. Aren't we all going through something right now? Every one of us are, are, is going through something. We just have to trust God. Who we need to take refuge in God right now. He says again. He says here. He says the snares of death have uh, the snares of death confronted me in my distress i called to the lord i cried to my god for help he said for his temple he heard from his temple he heard my voice he's waiting for you family he's waiting for you to call out to him to seek his face last year we talked about reset a new relationship, renewing our relationship with God. And right now he's telling us to hear his voice, continue to seek his face, seek refuge in him, not in man, not in the world. We got to seek that refuge in him, and that's where we will find that peace. Amen?
2: Amen. You know, I I know the Holy Spirit just said something to me. There's somebody out there that's in bondage tonight. Somebody out there tonight, that is relying on something that's holding them back. What's holding you back? I'm going to tell you a story. Everybody knows my story. You know, I was—I I ain't afraid to say I was an alcoholic. I, well, I still had the problem, but I'm faced with it every day. But how do I get through it? By the word of God. That's right. I'm always one of the things that I always thought that I never had a chance, you know. And everybody says, well, how do you do this? And that, well, I was thinking negative, negatively. I wasn't thinking positively with what the Lord was telling me. So when we talk about knowing the word of God, we have we have to believe in what he's telling us. We cannot sit back and take a back seat and live off what we're living off of. We've got to get over that to move forward. And one of the things that I've always... Um, Went back to it as one of my favorite verses because when I went to get and do my first sermon, I had asked God, how am I going to get through this today? And it goes through everybody, whatever they're going through in life. It's from Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. I've commanded you to be strong and brave. Don't ever be afraid or discouraged. I am the Lord your God, and I will be there to help you wherever you go and I'm telling you folks and those that are out there tonight that are in bondage God is with you all you have to do is reach out call for his name and he will be there for you because he's never going to leave you or forsake you
0: amen amen I do want to remind you as well as the, our audience though and saying this uh, although you were having uh, you were an alcoholic According to scriptures, he said all things have become new. So the yes. guy that was the alcoholic isn't here anymore. The propensity and the chances of that happening again, it could if you opened the door to it. Yes. But that's not who you are. Exactly. You've been freed from that because the word of God has released you. And in its release, it has caused you to be a new man and walking in. And that's how uh, I think of the... He's provided a way of escape. When the enemy had you in bondage, God released you out of captivity. Yes, Again, did. back, to, back Isaiah to Isaiah 61, yep. that uh, those that are in bondage, uh, uh, those that are in prison uh, and bound, I'm releasing.
1: Exactly. So, so Pastor, can I say this to you now? And, and we're, we're talking about us being new creatures in Christ and being delivered from where we're at and being. Even for myself, being a young man who was incarcerated and, and, and found my way out, those old things people try to tag me with. Mm. Exactly, they always will. And and, 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 and that's the part, and, and this is what I, I wanted to just remind people of who are trying to do better, who are in the process of making that transition to become new. The enemy will always throw the old you, they did it to Jesus. Aren't you Joseph and Mary's son? Amen. They didn't see him for who he was now. They just seen him for who, who he is now. They just seen him for who he
0: was. Which brings us to the place of Jesus. When he was in Nazareth, he could not create or do any miracles. Why couldn't he do any miracles? Uh, let me share with you. God was capable of doing whatever he wanted to do, Right. But why no miracles in Nazareth? And the reason no miracles in Nazareth is because there was no faith in Nazareth. All they saw him was was the carpenter's son and the carpenter. Yeah, they They, said... they didn't see him. Remember, receive a prophet as a prophet, and you can have a prophet's reward. That's it. The reward can't, couldn't be given because he wasn't even received. Which brings us back into. So people always see us, or will see you and any other person as they see me. I'm from Philly. You know, I was Dougie Fresh. I was doing my thing. <laughs> so that's you know, again, when 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 people see you, they will link back to what they used to know. And then here's the thing. Nobody really wants to believe that true, true transformation has occurred. But I'm talking about, so when that all things have become new, uh, this thing here, when a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, there is no going back for the butterfly to be the caterpillar. That doesn't happen. Amen. You have to see that type of transformation. The only problem with us as humans, it doesn't happen in a metamorphosis process of changing uh from something that inches along the ground and gives wings but it happens spiritually because I got wings now that I didn't have before that's right so so one of the key things though pastor
1: is making sure you surround yourself with people who see you as you
0: are now and not as who you used to be so people places and things are very very important many have gone right back to the same things you know uh, and in the same environments as they always been. I, I watched that recently, you know, and, and your brother may be watching the telecast today. Young man who I love and appreciate, right? Who God gives these witty ideas to constantly, right? I remember he shared something with me, man. And we watched the building that was had been vacant for five, six years. And the moment he told me what it could be and do, the next week we seen the building sold. And three months later we seen what he said he would have done with it. (laughs) He's spoken into existence, right? But I'm watching one of the things I want to say, and maybe he's listening and watching right there. Keep going back to the people and the places where he's always been that doesn't help him to keep him to move him out. I'm not, I'm not making them bad I'm just making them they're not conducive to your future they not they're not a part of the plan for your now
2: the, the only time you could be able to use those is if you're in wisdom trying to help someone else not to go to the same place but you can't that help you somebody
0: went. else until you help yourself to go back You exactly. can't go back until God has strengthened you that's the key. amen. That's what I want to talk. That's what happened. So now I can go to Philly. I can go to any place and go back. Why? I'm, 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 I'm rooted and grounded in him. There is no going back. Ain't got right. nothing to go back to. In <laughs> fact, I didn't put it in the closet. I killed it. There
2: you go.
0: There you go. Ah. Uh, so some of y'all, you, I hope you got that. Some of y'all been struggling with some things, and you put it in the closet. That means it's temporary. You got to kill it. And then it'll stop plaguing you. And if you keep letting it live, it has the ability to come back to life on you and in you. But if you kill it, slay it, and allow the new man to rise up.
2: Instead of getting your feet stuck in quicksand, throw that thing into, uh, that thing that's holding you back into the quicksand and let that sink to the bottom and let you rise to the top.
1: Amen. So, Amen. so in saying that, Sometimes we have to be careful of who we allow to speak into our lives and who, who we allow ourselves to be surrounded with because those very people could be keeping us from walking in God's favor. Yes. And, and God's purpose for us all, as we talked about in that reset, is renewing our relationship with him. He wants us to seek his favor, seek his face, rely on him, make him our rock. Not man, not your friend, not your girlfriend. No, none of them. None of them could to do anything compared to what God can do for Amen. you.
0: Amen? Amen? And that's the favor of the Lord that we are talking about exercising in this year in our lives and encouraging you to, to walk in. We want to, and that's what harvest is all about. Let me Let me clearly state, harvest is all about people of God walking in the favor of God on their lives and walking in the calling that he gave you, not one I want you to do, this isn't about what I expect of you, it is what he had planned and purpose for your life, and too many of us are not walking in purpose, so I want to invite you out, I want you to be a part of this, there's some people I know, uh, God has placed you on my heart, placed you in his ministry, and what am I, My I've been praying for you To step out of your comfort zone. I've been praying for you. You know exactly who you are. I'm talking to you. To step out. You know, it isn't about what you have or what you don't have. Let me even clarify that. Because he said, use what's in your hand. And he's already given you some talents to utilize on his behalf. But you keep saying, well, if I had this and I had that, then I would do this. No. Just do it. Nike had it right. Just do it. And so that's where we want to get you at, just stepping out by faith. When is faith? Faith is always now. Then your next will be different. That's what I want to encourage you. So this favor uh, that, that, that that I'm talking about is contingent upon your faith. Hmm. Your faith must be activated now so that you can allow God to move in all of those areas that you've been believing and wanting uh, in the past. So, Pastor...
1: One of the keys to beginning to walk in that favor is spending more time with him, spending more time in his Word, spending more time in prayer, seeking his face and direction that you want to go and, and, and where he wants you to go. Not just where you want to go, but where he wants you to go. Amen.
0: And that's, that is so important because I shared that again, too, with our staff this morning in the staff meeting is that I believe we need to be praying. Through your prayer, don't just get up and run. Mm. Sit still for a minute. Because you prayed, and my question to you is, how many of you want an answer? And are you willing to wait and be still a minute to hear an answer, to give him an opportunity to speak back? And then the next big question is, When he does, we have enough faith to activate to do it. I believe that that's the first place we ought to start, and through our prayers, hearing the voice of God, and then moving in it. And it could be a simple thing. Get up and call this brother or sister and encourage them. Get up and to share with somebody what the love of God looks like. Amen. Amen. Some strange, ordinary thing. I don't know. you know what he's saying to you, but whatever it is, do what God said to do, and and encouraging you to get up out of that place. Um, there was a sister uh, that sent me uh, a a um, an animated prayer. She, she and I was like, this is good, you know. And what I want to do is encourage her to, if that's what God's calling you to do right now, then get up and send those prayers every day until he tells you to do something different. But what's happening is I can guarantee you the more you keep sharing the prayers, the more he keeps sharing with you because you're sharing the word. The word cometh how? By hearing and hearing the word of God. The more you see it, hear it, speak it, and even in the other people's life, the more it's going to boomerang back into you. Amen. Amen. This is the hour of the favor I'm talking about. It's through obedience. So, to all of our listeners out there, I know we've got a few seconds left uh, on this broadcast. And coming in, we want to encourage you. And I do believe that this year is the favor of God. Uh, I'm telling you, some extraordinary things are going to happen this year. They are already happening. Okay, I'm I'm encouraged. Oh, doesn't the enemy will show up? He, there's no question, but don't you fear. Okay. Uh, I, I as an old underdog, But God is here, there's no need for you to fear where the hand of God is. And, uh, I, I think of Donnie McClurgis. song. you know, um, I'm good knowing that you're there. Amen. So everywhere where I'm going, I'm good. Because God is already there. Amen. And so that's the excitement. I want you to get excited about the word of God, where he's calling you to and kicking you out of that comfort zone. And I want you to have peace because I want you to know that if he's calling you out, he's there already. If he's calling you out of where you are, he's telling you to come. Then come into that place. Get into alignment. Oh. I I just recently said, it's easy to have a new set of tires, and they feel comfortable, and the car feels good driving it. But if you don't get it aligned, Mm. Mm. that alignment will cause the tires to wear irregularly, and they won't last. Oh, my God. Somebody's getting that. You see that? They won't last. So there's sometimes, not only do I get the new tires or get the new attitude, but I got to make sure I get in alignment with God. And as I get into an alignment, my car won't be swaying to the left or to the right, but it's going to just go straight. Somebody shout hallelujah! hallelujah. Here, this is the favor of the Lord I'm talking about and that you can have and you can walk in this year. God bless you and have a great, great Wednesday night and rest of the week.
1: Just a reminder, we will not be having in service. Uh, this Sunday coming up, but we want you, we encourage you to download our, our Face Life app. Also, you can see us through Facebook and also on YouTube. And we encourage you, we remind you, the word is free, but ministry costs. Us being here today, having the lights on, everything we're doing is costing. So, we encourage you, please, text to give. You can text to give at 302-389-5636. Type, put the word give and whatever amount God place on your heart to give. We encourage you to, if you haven't uh, put in your first fruit, yep. sow a seed into your first fruit. What you asking God for, what you looking for from God, sow that seed so God could show that abundance. Let those fruits grow in your life. Amen?
0: Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy 28, your first fruits, getting your first fruits into the ground this year. So, and listen, this unbelieving God for a supernatural bumper crop harvest. Amen. So, get your seed in.
1: The favor of God, family, the favor of God this year, in spite of what you may see or what may be going on around you, we are walking in God's favor.
2: Amen. This is the year of the Lord's favor.
0: Amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Have a great, great night.
1: But I tell you, that's going to be so big, and just getting people really encouraged. Uh